1: We're going to talk about what happened to DeMar Han during Monday Night Football last evening, and two Twitter file drops happened today, two in one day, we're going to give you a summary of those two. We're not going to read all of them in detail like <laughs> before, just a summary and then some key points. This is the Propaganda Reports drive time at News Blast, nighttime at News Blast tonight. I'm joined with Cam Harless, host of the Madness Podcast. Happy New Year, Cam. Happy New Year to everyone listening as well. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing okay. My hair is like full on a haircut now.
1: It's not just I know it's growing back. 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 <laughs> you, Boom. Look like you, you look like you go in for like a nice suit and tie office job interview with that haircut right
0: there. Well, there has been no no cutting. It's just like I need, need to do something because if it just does this, it looks really stupid. And I didn't want to wear a hat again.
1: You know, what I'm saying is you look respectable. Like you could walk into a bank no, and people wouldn't not. look
0: at you funny like they look at me.
1: Ooh, who wants that? <laughs> who wants that? What is this guy doing here with the weird ponytail and the pale skin is usually what I get. But <laughs> let's dive into the – it's – happy new year, by the way. It's the first show of the new year. And, and there was a big story that happened that a lot of people have been talking about. Uh, and that was this uh, story with a Monday night football game between the Buffalo Bills and the Cincinnati Bengals when Demar Hamlin, he's 24 years old, he was in uh, play during the first quarter. He tackled a Bengals wide receiver and got to his feet and fell backwards onto the ground. He then received CPR on the field. And according to the Bills, his heartbeat was restored on the field before he was transported in an ambulance to a medical center nearby for further testing. And I think an uncle of his said that he remained sedated and on a ventilator and, and uh, I hope you know the I hope the best for him. I hope that he's able to get off that soon and get back, figure out what the issue is and well, get I mean, back on the field I mean, and be able to do what he loves to do.
0: I was just gonna say, obviously, if you are on one side of the aisle, it is obviously he had the newest jab three days ago. And if you're on the other side of the aisle, right. it's uh, everything but that <laughs> not possible. No, and, so, and that's
1: what I wanted to talk about
0: today. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah.
1: Oh, Go ahead. So. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> Just setting you up, buddy. Um no, no I, I, I do pre- think it's really funny though. Because, you know, I got I got on cuz I don't follow football. I'm not NFL. I follow college football when Alabama's playing. That's it. That's all I do. Um I'm not a I'm not a big sports guy outside of that except for watching skateboarding. I could watch skateboarding all day. Um, but I, I I heard this story. I heard it. Most so of the chatter was in like, like, oh oh, totally. Tim Pool's a skateboarder. Yeah, yeah. He's also a musician. In my favorite. It. Apologize. <laughs> no, but it's it's. I don't I don't follow it, but I in, I see it. Some stuff in my DMs, and I'm like, I don't know what this is about. What are you talking? You're talking about football? Why? Because this is not like a a chat that people talk about football all that often. And uh, right. what was funny was watching Twitter blow up. Because, you know, initially, the I was like, I, I timed it. I go, how long till someone, it's been like an hour since this happened. How long till I see my first organic, this was the jab tweet? It took right. literally 45 minutes before I saw my first one. And I was like, wow, that's actually better than before. Yeah, I, I thought but it would have been faster than that. Still too, I mean, organically, I didn't look for it. Is what I'm saying. like. I it, what came across my right. feed rather because if I had searched it, I would have found it immediately. Um, but no, I was like, that's 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 not so bad in my circle that people aren't just automatically bl- assigning blame without any knowledge whatsoever or whatever. Um, but just as quickly, once some dude Googled, how do you say it? Commo is it commodio or commotion, commotion, cordis? I'm not sure. Um it's so Not familiar. One, one, one of the, the things, as soon as someone Googled this, Wikipedia it, um, there is a a certain thing that can Talking happen about when in sports gets hit I in the chat? Know you know. Right. Yeah. yeah. So the, the the medical name for that is like commodio cortis or camocio Com- cortis. Can't tell you which what the real right. pronunciation is. I've only read it. Um but the, as soon as someone picked up that idea. It exploded. The Krasensteins on Twitter started pushing right. it and calling everyone horrible for saying it if it was anything else. And all so I that could was think, the explanation right? on the other side
1: is what you're saying.
0: Right. So it's either it that yeah jab or absolutely this commotio cordis. That's what I'm gonna go with. That's the pronunciation I'm going with. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Anyone listening? Um, but the only thing it I could think of when baseball, I first saw is that what phrase, the ex- yeah, baseball, or I've seen it in martial arts because someone punched them in the chest at the heart, and they'll punch it hard enough to put it into an arrhythmia and stop the heart. That's my understanding of it just from scrolling Twitter. Um, and it can happen with baseballs as well, or really any high con- contact physicality on the chest. Um, but I read this word, commotio cordis, and I was like, I have the tweet for this, and I had, to, I actually had to stop and, and think it out. So I'm going to share my tweet. OK, my tweet was, you know, millennials have taken over the propaganda desk when they're trying to talk you into believing that commotion Cordis is what made that NFL player's heart stop instead of a spell made made by J.K. Rowling for the sixth Harry Potter book, because that's what it sounds like.
1: <laughs> it, it does Commutio have an Cordes. odd sound to it. And I uh, you see, that's where Twitter that act out you performed right there would have been great on, on stage where you can't always bring that to life on Twitter, but it's a well-structured joke and I, I can appreciate uh, making fun of both sides on that a little bit there, which is Absolutely. what I want to talk about when it it comes to this is not even this case specifically. There's just been a lot right. of stories reported about people dropping dead at younger ages. And it's hard yeah. not to have the first thing pop into your mind, be about is this person vaccinated is a vaccine and absolutely the vaccine perspective or whether the vaccine had a role in it. It absolutely needs to be investigated. And I want to, I want to say this before I go even further with this is that I am not vaccinated and I am not getting vaccinated. And I, I have two people in my family, my dad and my uncle who within a month of getting one of the shots they developed interstitial lung disease, pulmonary fibrosis. It was called, it was called two separate things These are slightly different. But the f- first thing that I did was look up if that was a rare side effect of the, the vaccine. I mean, they're all rare because they won't acknowledge any side effects of the vaccine. Right. But this one I looked up on Google Scholar and actually found that it had been what he and my dad had been diagnosed with identified as a rare side effect of the COVID vaccine. And in his age group, the reason I was looking it up is because I knew the the booster was going to be pushed on him relatively soon. And I wanted to see what the solution was. And the solution was, do not get the booster that could add it. Now, this is a terminal illness. My my dad died within six, seven months of the diagnosis. And my uncle, after getting a booster shot, within a month, developed the exact same condition. Now, one doctor ran, basically, basically told me I was crazy and that I was going to die if I didn't get the shot when I asked him about this and he had never seen the research. The next doctor we went to acknowledged that she had seen this and that there is a high possibility that that is what happened because it was onset as oftentimes that condition, it takes a long time to develop. It was onset in, in both of them. And so I, I'm not speaking about this from a position of, uh, uh not like I, I I think people need to do their own research and make their own decisions about the vaccine because it's experimental and I honestly, I'm not going to get, but every time I see one of these stories where somebody drops dead, who's young and I see the reactions on Twitter where it is automatically, that is the vaccine. It, it bothers me because I think. It should absolutely be investigated whether or not the vaccine had a role and exposed if it did. However, I also know that I remember as a kid, I heard stories of athletes dropping dead that, that right. scared me because I went through a hypochondria well, phase and I was an athlete. And all those would be classified right now as being automatically vaccine-induced vaccine. by our people who agree with us. And that, that to me is, it's one, we could miss something that, that could actually be the cause. and, and two as people, it's, we need to do more work and have we need to be better prepared than all of those on who disagree with us because we yeah. are the conspiracy theorists and we are under more scrutiny. And so absolutely. when something like that happens and the default unanimous position is absolutely the vaccine every time because we've seen more of it, then I think that that makes it harder for us to Break through and reach people who could otherwise be reached if we uh, spoke to them in a way where we were more evidence-based. And now now some people might argue, "Well, we've seen all the evidence of all these people. But uh, we ha- I, I am well open to evidence of the numbers. and I actually want to see the numbers because I don't know them on this. but back 10, 20, not 10, 20, 30 years ago, 40 years ago, 50 years ago, the world was not as connected as it is now. And there was no social media. When somebody died like this, it was regulated to the local newspapers and probably never made it to the national newspapers. It was probably in the archives. And
0: and typically, I mean, you would just see obituaries. Like you're not going to – it may not even make the front page.
1: Totally. You're exactly right. And –
0: can I just say now, real quick, I think I think one of the issues that we are dealing with right now as people who are trying to find the truth is that they have kneecapped the truth in such an incredible way because you I all of the most, if not all of the studies are slanted and biased and have an agenda. Totally. And then the the only other thing we have is the VARES website, which has a lot of true stories on it, but it is open right. source. So it's not totally. verifiable. It, yes it's, like, it's part of evidence
1: and it, that and this is yes i th- thank you for bringing that up that's a great point that is part of the evidence we can rely on it's not all of the evidence we can rely, rely on just like what we see and hear more stories about people dropping dead is not all of the evidence we rely on we have to we have to do more work than the people who are conducting this massive propaganda campaign against us if we are to right. reach more
0: people well, and it's like the the opposite. So we're dealing on this side and like I mentioned like the Krasenstein horrible people who for some reason Elon let back on Twitter, you know, throwing out that it can, it has to be anything but that. It can be anything but vaccine related, right? Right. Totally. Um and, and and so this is also extremely frustrating because it's like when I went to the doctor not that long ago, um I my doctor told me that she, she asked me if I smoked and I said, no, I've, you know, I've done the e-cigarette to kind of get away from that, did the vaping. And she was like, I would rather you smoke cigarettes than vape. Yeah, And I went, why? And I was yeah. like, are there studies that you've seen? Have they actually done any long-term stuff now? Like what's, you know, what is it? I asked the question and she was like, no, but I'm in sports medicine and in the last year and a half i've seen more young men in sports die of heart related diseases and myocarditis than ever before and it has to be the vaping that is not a good conclusion
1: <laughs> right that's a great point that's a it's a, it's a leap in logic maybe that could maybe. be a contributing factor and it's it's these it sees distinctive conclusions that are so far apart and opposite that play into the information war and the division. And, look, I, I understand that you can get on, you can say the most far uh, one-way opinion or the, or, or the most definitive and the other-way opinion, and you're going to get more clicks and views. It, it's just it's just how it works. But it, it's a matter of what your goal is, really. is it, your goal to appeal to... Uh, people you know are going to definitely agree with you or or is truth connected to to what your end goal is and and revealing that truth and potentially trying, being able to open people's eyes who might have their eyes closed on certain things. And all of the marketing data says don't even try to reach people who disagree with you. I mean, this is what it says. It says just appeal to what the people who agree with you say. So it's a bad business decision to do otherwise. I understand that. But it's just I think that that there needs to be people out there who can resist that. And uh, I think we all fall into that trap. I know I fall into that trap sometimes of not asking enough questions. But it, when it comes to this, and like I said, I, I, I'm told I'm not getting the vaccine, but I also know that there's other reasons for this. There's a, so I'll put this up on screen just to show you back to the social media point real quick well, while I get this up on screen. Can I there's ask you a a, we, Hold on one second. We okay. hear about every single death right now. We hear about mm-hmm. all of it. We heard about none of it 20 years ago. That didn't mean it didn't happen. So right. That's why I would like to know what the data is if that data has been compiled. You mentioned earlier it might not have even been mentioned because people die and there was no social media connecting it and you you see an obituary. If there is actual data that could show a distinctive increase, there's definitely a distinctive increase in the reporting. Yes. Yes. And with that said, so there's one side that just automatically excludes the vaccine as a possibility, right? The other side automatically excludes all the other possibilities. (laughs) <laughs> and, and and presumes the vaccine. So I, I think that absolutely inv- investigate the vaccine. Top investigative issue when it comes to this because we need to know. It, it, it's important to know and, and also be open to the other possible conclusions and yes. other possible explanations. Is my
0: yeah yeah no I'm I'm with you. the The question that I had is since I'm not a sports guy, I don't pay attention to. Cl- cl- Co- commotio cordis, or these kind of <laughs> right. sudden deaths in sports. I don't, so I can't speak I, yeah. to that. And so, uh, my friend, our friend Whip, um, he he at, he said, you know, well, I I know that you can point to baseball. I know you can point point to martial arts, but what about football? What about these these generalized hits rather than specific hits? Like how 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 many, how often does this happen? And so that was my question to you: is is this being a sports guy and you know looking up what you did are there many of these that happen in football as compared to other sports or is this kind of rarer at all well I, i'm not
1: i wasn't even focused on that that specific thing about the the impact of it that everybody was right. focused on what i is this is why i'm not even speci- speaking specifically to this case it's the people dropping dead of right. Cardiac deaths. Well, I'm then, Google so it and, and so, this know. one, some people are saying it's different. Like I saw a thing on Twitter. It's like one in two million, poss- uh, you know, possibility of getting hit with the shoulder pads. I I, I don't know. I don't have enough information, or, or I I don't have the knowledge to speak about that disease. But I, I do, I do remember growing up all these cases. Cause like I said, I went through a hypochondriac phase and like, there was a while where I was like worried when I went to go play basketball and, and run that as that was in the back of my mind. And on screen, you see sudden cardiac death of athletes and they, it says it remains difficult. And this is Wikipedia. I understand that it remains difficult medical challenge to prevent sudden cardiac death deaths of athletes especially unexpected deaths within an hour of the onset collapse excluding additional time on the mechanical life support which is what the play the Buffalo Bills player is on right now but it gets to a list of causes here and potential causes and, and you know myocarditis is one of the potential causes now and myocarditis is has been linked to the vaccine they've admitted that that's why the vac- the vaccine should be investigated regardless i mean in fact this wikipedia page right here to me is all you need to investigate whether or not the vaccine had a role in these cases when they are listing myocarditis as a cause because they've admitted to the myocarditis link. And you go down here and you see all of these athletes, notable case, And this is just notable cases. This is not all the cases. These are people who were more famous, who dropped dead. And I'll type in football. And just on this list, I don't know if I can type right. I can't because football is not spelled F-O-O-T-B-A-K-K, is it, Cam? I think it's. Uh... So you see 14 or 13 uh, football, American football cases on this list here. And this is not a conclusive list. So my point here is isn't to go through all this list, I remember some of these people. I remember the basketball ones specifically, but my my point is that. These couldn't be blamed on the COVID vaccine. I think there's one of these from 2021 that maybe you could say claim was COVID vaccine. But uh, the others, th- there there's other explanations there. Now, someone might say, well, maybe there's other vaccines. And I'm absolutely open to that possibility. My point is to have a conclusion before an investigation has been done. Because if we do that, then we're no better than what these people who are propagandizing us and who are brainwashed by those propagandizing. I want to be better than them, and I just, I think it helped yeah. our credibility, because we are a group of people who are who are targeted, who are called crazy, who are called, how do you, they, you don't know that, and, and, and actually, yes, I do, here's my evidence of that, and I, I feel like this urge to just conclusively say that all of them are vaccine, it plays into their ability to demonize us, yeah. and... Yeah, that's, I have a lot of thoughts on that, but that, that's just kind of my initial. I
0: mean, kind of obviously, thought. it was the CIA's heart attack gun. Of
1: course. I mean, and look, I'm open to that right. as an effing possibility. That should be on the list also because it does exist. <coughs> it absolutely does exist. Uh, Frighten Me says. Dr. McCullough brought up a good point. All these pro athletes have extensive health screening preseason. They do. They do have extensive health screening. There's a basketball player from 1990, I believe. Uh, What was his name? He played for Loyola Loyola Marymount, and he dropped dead. He was the best player on the team. They had a magical season, and he had been health screened, and he was playing because he was on quote the proper medication, and by all medical accounts of exa- of his examinations, he was perfectly fine. A- and then he dropped dead. So I, I the the medical screening aspect of it, yeah, you want to get medical screened. But also, when you read about some of this stuff, it's if you believe what you read about it. Studies you can you know go through them and choose what you believe about the studies or not. It's hard to when you have there's irregular heartbeat problems caused by any number uh, of things. And when you put so much stress on the body and on the heart, it, it, you know, whatever the different possible explanations to this. I I don't want to act like I know what the explanation is. I I just I want the vaccine to be investigated. I want other explanations to be investigated. And I want us to be better than them when it comes to reporting on it. I think that's my overall
0: take. Sorry, the it brought up another question for me. Um, was cardiomyopathy on the list Let me see. that you had? Let me see. Cardiomyopathy. Uh,
1: hypertrophic cardiomyopathy. Yes.
0: Okay. So here's here's the thing. Here's my question, which regardless of how many medical people have this, the information on all of these different <laughs> athletes, Lance Armstrong went, years without people knowing he was blood doping or uh, oxygen doping. I forget. I think it was blood doping. Um, But one thing that's interesting is that, um, let me look at the recent Liv- liver King saga. Look at all of the people who are now, it's, we're now finding out are on steroids. How much is this happening in the NFL? We know it happens in baseball. I'm not saying that this particular person did steroids, but there is a tie between both myocarditis and cardiomyopathy with anabolic steroid use and that that's
1: you further prove the point of there's a lot of potential explanations we don't want to rule any of them out what's unfortunate though is who's going to be in charge of doing the investigating into it and the reporting on it and as we've seen they will not report if it's vaccine related unless the player himself if he recovers and i hope he does i mean he's a young guy what a terrible thing
0: If it was the commotion, whatever, like most, more times than not, they don't recover. So if it was that, and that's what they're claiming, he may, he very well might not be coming back. Anybody on a ventilator
1: is in a tough position. This is why early, early on in the pandemic, because my mom had been on, my mom was one of the rare people who was on a ventilator for about six months for one period and she was able right. to almost miraculously, I mean really to get off of it. And that, that is very rare. And I learned a lot about ventilators. And I said early on, you do not want your family member put on a ventilator because most of the time they don't come off of it. And that, that was the default treatment that they were doing with COVID. That's why this whole thing just shocked me. I was like, these, these doctors know better, but there's these incentives and this pressure. And this is extraordinary to me. And it's, but he, you know, he's a younger guy in a good shape. So hopefully he can be one of those exceptions and overcome it. And I I pray that he will, because it's a really sad story. And to see how everybody pray around him and, or or pray afterwards and for them to stop the game. I I think that's a good thing uh, to, to show that empathy and that support. And, um, it's a. It sucks that the whole the political aspect of it can get in the way of of that demonstration of support for another human being because that was that that was a very nice thing to see.
0: Yeah, well, and and that's the thing is you know the reason I I bring up I brought up steroids isn't to cast aspersions on this particular player or anything like that. It was just hey, is this something that happens? And like it's I'm mind blown right now by all of the different heart. Function issues that come from the use of anabolic steroids, like uh, anabolic steroid misuse is very common, has been linked to the development of severe cardiomyopathy, arrhythmias and sudden death, uh, sudden cardiac death, ventricular uh, ventricular fibrillation with exercise, like the fact that we have to go between super rare instance and straight up vaccine, which it could. I think this plays in all like for God's sake, but it could be a number of factors too. like a number of things could combine together, too. Yeah. Like, do you know what kind of physical pressure these people put on themselves? You know what it does to football players brains. I mean, for God's sake, look what uh, OJ Simpson did after his brain was shook, shaken around. He became a Twitter star.
1: Oh, you're talking about the other the other thing you mean, (laughs) I'm not even going to say the speculation about his. There's a spe- there's a book about the other potential explanations for OJ which is pretty interesting. Your uh internet connection I think is going out uh here and there. I don't know if that's just me but I think I hear it going out here and there. Frighten me says I believe there is a 5% plus I guess that is that minus plus or minus increase in cause of mortality in 18 to 35 year old males and and that th- this is the data that needs to be collected It's really honing in on cl- on getting going as back as far as possible, because it's going to be tough to determine all that because the reporting and, and it was just a different world a, a while ago, but that's what I want to know. That yeah. was a typo. You said oh, they're, 40%, they're, they're, a 40% increase. If, if that's, oh, that's the case, lot. then abs- there needs to be a, a a hardcore investigation. I don't even want to say congressional because we can't
0: trust them anymore. <laughs> and what would they do? Just say some stuff on. They would on, say
1: Trump did it. Trump killed all of these people. That's what they would all say. All I'm
0: saying, Brad, is one of the craziest things I saw on Twitter after all this was how someone blamed this on the quote unquote violence of football and how football should be banned. it should. Be. What world do we live in?
1: I mean, there's a lot of the CTE angle on football. It, I, you know, I don't know. I've seen some players come out and speak on it, and there's always an agenda attached. And I, I just, everything is so agenda riddled nowadays. The it's hard to tell. Was well, it Adrian? the guy, Aaron Hernandez, who played for the Florida That's University it. of Florida, and he played for the Patriots? He murdered at least one or two people. And then he ended up in jail, and and they say he hung himself. It's all a very weird story, and they blame it on CTE. Is that what it's called? CTE. I, 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 I don't know. I, I yeah. I just I can't imagine that that. I know boxing. It, it's gonna
0: yeah, maybe do I a mean, lot,
1: but I don't know. But like I don't know. So I'm speaking well, I mean, like uninformed on that.
0: If you well, that's the thing. Like if you if you get your your so the the head, which I'm not a doctor, but like your head. Has a brain in it. That brain is essentially hard jello. Um, he, uh, my, my, my friend, uh, GW, said that it was somewhere between play, doh and jello. And if you grab it, it's just squishes between your fingers. That's what you're dealing with with a brain. Is it's right. a very soft you thing?
1: See, does your friend grab a lot of brains?
0: He does. He's a, um, uh, he's an embalmer and he does oh, autopsies. Oh wow! So yeah, interesting. Wow. Um, interesting. so actually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, when you have that in your head, and you're you're banging your head, what happens mm. is your he- your head, your skull comes to a sudden stop. But that gooey crap on the inside, like here, let me let me do a here's a visual, a oh, visual uh, aid for, here. So yeah, this is a Dr the Pepper. Yeah. The Dr Pepper in this bottle is your brain. So what mm. what happens when it gets hit? The bottle stops, but that that liquid it keeps going. That the mushy stuff side. keeps moving. Yeah. Right, and so when you get hit over and over and over and over and over again by fists, by the ground, by whatever, you're gonna have damage to your brain. that's going to mess up all sorts of crap: personality, impulse control, like that. Yeah. All all that makes sense to me. But like, it, it, we we take, but to say that we need to ban football is the dumb, still the dumbest thing I've heard this entire. Situation. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> right?
1: No, I mean people can choose not to play football, and some have chosen not to play football. Actually, I didn't I mean, put my was, kids in it. There was one guy who quit after a few years and went and became a farmer, and just he's a farmer now. I don't have that choice. <laughs> I completely agree there. Let's move on. I, I, one more. I w- I do want to do a quick overview of the Twitter files before we go into the XR. So in the yeah. XR, the subscriber only portion of the show, I'm gonna play a little bit of audio that explains what genetic genealogy is and genetic genealogy is how they captured the idaho four murderers the the guy who killed the four university of idaho students, at least allegedly killed gotcha. up in uh, in idaho and I, I can inform you a little bit about on that case cam i know you, uh, you haven't read too much about it and, and just some other stuff going on with it because I, I think this is going to be a pretty fascinating thing to keep an eye on are you so going we'll to let that. us know if
0: it's a new a new sandy hook or not
1: no i not it's uh, there there is a free speech-related thing that I mentioned in a previous show related to that. and uh, Yeah, yeah. so I'll give you the short on that. But we'll talk about that in the XR. And if you want to get access to that, you can continue to watch here on Rockfin, or you can go to patreon.com slash Report and subscribe there to get access to the subscriber-only portion, and you'll get this show, the DMB, ad-free. I take out the ads and put it together with the XR and put it into one feed that you can put into any podcast player. So you can check that out. All right, so the final thing, I noticed... Tonight, that not just one, but two Twitter file drops happened in one day, which I think further confirms that they're just trying to get this stuff out there so that they can then free that information and, and have people forget about it. And I, I actually, had a a lunch the other day with a friend, it was a friend of mine's birthday and his friend, it was also his friend's birthday who I hadn't met before, who was, who was a great guy, who was or is uh, a democrat i don't know much else about his politics but we had a conversation it was uh, it was fun but i asked him if he was concerned like do you care that they basically the the intel agencies kind of suppressed the hunter biden thing and and kind of controlled twitter and he responded with something like i don't think that's necessarily true and i'm like i i think it i think it is absolutely true if you look at if you believe the stuff we're seeing in these internal emails, then I I don't know how you could say that it's not true, that they Twitter was, and really the other ones we know too, but Twitter absolutely controlled, but not just the FBI, a whole bunch of Intel agencies. So that I found interesting because again, it goes to that idea of who's getting exposed to this information, people who already agree with it for the most part. So how many people is this information influencing? Well, I
0: don't don't know. I also think that they, it, it coming out, Two in one day is also just emblematic of a they've done they did it too slow. People got bored. They have to get it all out while there's even the smallest amount of interest. They, left. they
1: just need to do an animation of it where they just show yep. it happening to us. It's some dramatic little, <laughs> maybe a Netflix show. Yes, or, or act it out. Give people yeah. the scripts and record it and literally turn it into a Netflix drama so people can absorb it the way we absorb
0: information now. But only with, with, with uh trans trans women in the of roles, so you, right?
1: You have to make sure you, and the cast has to be is a lot of equity and equality you have to be involved Good. in this whole Good. and a lot of inclusion. All of the inclusion needs to happen. But I'm, I'm gonna glad. give you just a quick overview and give you a couple of the cause you know how we discovered that the the most revealing tweets come at the end of the threads? Yeah. Well that that remains true. So I'm gonna spare you <laughs> of all of the early tweets. So here's a basic overview from the two Twitter files release. Hold on, make sure I got the right one here. Okay, basically the files released today are it's how Democrat members of Congress worked with the media and Intel agencies back in twenty seventeen to put pressure on Twitter to to get them to pretend they had a huge Russian disinformation problem on their platform, which at that time, FB, Facebook was under investigation for having this huge problem, and there were all these reports that Twitter was having problems as well, but they weren't doing anything about it. Well those that pressure and those articles were a product of people like Mark Werner, Hillary Clinton. At one point, the one of the in, one of the heads of Twitter uh, on policy, in an email, said that all these Democrats are just, I'm summarizing, we are just following Hillary Clinton's lead, including Mark Werner, and they're working with Politico and these other news outlets to create these headlines that say Twitter is allowing all, and they would li- so if Twitter would not remove the accounts, they would list the accounts in the media, and then they would do press releases by these politicians in Congress to put pressure on them through the public. So it, it gives a little insight into how this, uh, propaganda operation works when they have their their sights set on a company they want to pressure into bending the knee to their will. Because Twitter, their position at first was, we're better than Facebook. We don't have that problem on our platform. And they did these audits on their platform saying, look, we did all these audits. We only found 20 or so accounts. And these accounts had no likes, no retweets, and they had no funding coming to them and had literally no influence and we removed them. But other than that there's no problem on our platform and that was not acceptable because those in congress and they're talking about democrats in this case they they were benefiting from keeping this a news story because they were fundraising off of it to begin with and they were pushing policy to uh, on the back of it. So they The internal emails at Twitter were making fun of Mark Werner for all these uh, donation requests he was making, based on let's get Twitter and they need we need to put the pressure on Twitter and stuff like that. So that's kind of an overview of the first one. With the second one, the second Twitter drop, uh, and I'll give you a couple of examples of the the drops that were interesting. Uh, Ultimately, at the end of the first Twitter drop, you see that Twitter caved. The, The the pressure to give in to. The intel agencies, Congress, all of that, and say that there was a huge Russian disinformation problem, they decided that their policy was going to be to just defer to what the intel agency said. And the reason was because of all the pressure and the public relations problems that was caused by what everybody in Congress and uh, all the media agencies like BuzzFeed and whoever else were saying about them, so they gave in to him. To to at one point, a CIA, a former CIA agent who works inside. Did you know that everybody who worked inside Twitter used to work for the CIA? This is apparently what we're what
0: we're learning here. Well, I mean, I knew they worked for the <laughs> FBI at one point. So th- yeah, also there's the a, CIA. There's a, it was nothing a but an FBI cabal and too? CIA
1: agent. Yeah, and one of the CIA agents told in, in an internal email said that. Twitter was running their window for being able to resist these pressures is is growing smaller and smaller and they're just going to have to comply basically that's the basic uh, overview there and that's kind of what happened in the second batch so so once they let the Intel agencies in FBI CIA it was all it was like it's like I came to a party at your house, Cam. I'm like, Cam, you don't want to let me in. And you say, okay, fine, I'll let you in. I go, hey, I brought my buddy here, the FBI. You mind if he comes too? He's just waiting outside. And you're like, no, no. I'm like, but come on. Come on. He, he needs to hear. And you say, okay, okay. And, and, you're like, and he brought his buddy, uh, Department of Homeland Security and, and the CISA. And then you open the door and there's just like a long line of buddies out there that are every single yeah. intel agency that eventually they just let all of them in to take over to the point of where at first they were sending Yoel and all these other people in that department that were censoring people, they were sending them uh, um, just a list of who needed to be censored. And that's it. It started with them saying, here's the list and here's why they need to be censored. Here's evidence that they violated your policy. And then it got less and less to them saying, here's the list, get rid of them now, and Twitter would do it. No explanation needed. And that's ultimately what oh, we also learned that Adam Schiff was making per West to get people banned. His office was, I'll give you a couple of the
0: more. Let me ask you though. I've got, I, I, before I let you in my house with your friends, Yeah. is Sean Aston with you? Sean Aston. He's probably, yeah, probably. Yeah. No, you can't come in, but that, Sorry.
1: but they, the Twitter let Sean Aston in.
0: That's what I mean, mean. CIA. Sure. But yeah. Sean Astin? Twitter. not in this house.
1: It's So, Twitter, (laughs) they seem to have been, if you believe, and maybe this is just part of this operation to try and make you think that Twitter was trying to do it right at first. They seem to be pushing back against it. And then the
0: relentless (laughs) pressure... Every they time I've him. seen them push back, it's like, "Oh no, please
1: don't, don't, we, we can't right, do that." Right, right. Well, the fiction. the guy who was involved in this one, who I'd never seen this guy's name before, if I if I can find it here, he was like, "No, we're not doing this. They're just following Hillary Ooh. Clinton." Someone but hurts. then it became Yoel who they targeted, and at one point there was an internal email saying they're just going to keep going after Yoel if we just keep
0: connecting. Yoel is the guy who was the subject no, I know. of controversy. I just saw this belly button thing. Is this one of the files yeah, that you are th- reading? Yeah, that's what today? it's called.
1: FBI is like the belly button of uh, all the intel agencies. <sighs> so it, it became like this. It was like, okay, we want to have the FBI and these forty other intel agencies or whatever in all of these meetings, telling you what to do. And they were put. Twitter was pushing back on that. And then it became okay. Let the FBI be like the belly button of it or something, where it's just the FBI and the CIA. I think it was maybe It's definitely the FBI who are in, in these. In, uh, meetings they would have, so we would have these meetings to tell them to warn them about the disinformation and which accounts need to be banned, and then we'll just have all the other intel agencies will be on listen only.
0: Yeah, so I remember. I
1: remember that. It, well, they reiterated that, and that is kind of at the theme of the the belly button aspect of it. What what, what was that? How did they phrase that? The belly button.
0: I don't. <laughs> I don't know. But there's I, a
1: big it, picture of a belly, a hairy belly, along oh, I, with the
0: Twitter. I, I saw it, and everyone else is about to have to see it too,
1: yeah put it up oh okay, here it is uh Twitter and the FBI belly button is kind of what they call it, I think
0: yeah you,
1: <laughs> yeah, there it is that's it <laughs> that, that was used in the in the tw- in the drops I was really once again, they were kind of underwhelming, but here are the ones in the first Twitter <laughs> drop, which was how they let the Intel agencies in is what um. This was Taibi who did this one. And the final three, or, or here's four of the final three. There was like 35 of them. One of them says, knowing that our ads policy and product changes are an effort to anticipate congressional oversight, I want to share some relevant highlights of the legislation Senator Warren, Klobuchar, and McCain will be introducing. So – leading up to this, they were pushing back against all of that and then they just changed their ad policy in anticipation of what was going to be put upon them. And that was an expression of that from the policy director named Carlos Monnier. And then after they had kind of just been completely subverted by the cooperation of the, of the journalist with Congress and the intel agencies, an internal message, and I can pull that one up actually. Hold on a second. So, I, I'd never used Reader before but I was complaining <laughs> about how hard it is to read threads. And then I discovered Unroll. Thread Reader, and it's much better now. It's much easier. Let me see what number was that. It was number 20 or number 30 of the first one. These things are so – I get really irritated by these Twitter <laughs> drops because I, I don't believe that they're genuine in their intent on releasing them. I, I just – I feel like they're just placating us and that they think we're stupid the more they release these. Although I'm going to read them and I'm going to read Fauci ones because Elon Musk was teasing the Fauci ones. He knows everybody wants to see the Fauci ones related to COVID, which I'm sure is going to make us all very angry. I think this is the right one. All right, let's see. Here we go. Can you see that? Is that number 30? Okay, do you see it up on screen there? It says, yes. reporters now know this is a model that works. This cycle threatened legislation wedded to scare headlines pushed by congressional intel sources followed by Twitter caving to moderation ask would later be formalized in partnerships with federal law enforcement. And that's what I was summarizing a moment ago. I guess I could have just read that. But um, (laughs) the actual document says the attached image, and this is an internal email from October 21st of November. No, excuse me. My brain's not working. I must have like CT. November 21st,
0: 2017. November 21st of 2017. Sent by Redacted.
1: Yes. Redacted CIA agent, probably. Hi, everyone. Given we've now suspended all accounts, we will take a hit in the press that moves from BuzzFeed to more establishment publications will work to contain it. And this is what was going on. All these publications. Yeah, I think it's funny that they kind of uh, demean BuzzFeed there, which I know people who take BuzzFeed seriously, which I'm like, gosh, man. Are they not dead yet? I thought they died. No, they're still around, man. They're pushing the agenda. And then it says, we will work to contain it. Relatedly, we can expect more investigation of accounts that are tangentially associated with the IRA. That's the Russian disinformation troll farm, I think. With the IRA handover to the US committees, bayoued by academic brand names. Geez Louise. So all of these, all of these forces outside of them. So they were doing the investigations into these accounts. And Twitter was producing, they were finding no coordinated effort, they were finding no actual impact. And all of the accounts they found were individual and no likes, no shares, but that wasn't okay. So they would get academics, they would get BuzzFeed, they would get congressional uh, investigations. They would get them all to just fabricate a bunch of stuff, report it, and then put pressure on Twitter to do the same. Otherwise, it would be viewed as someone who was basically, I guess, like supporting Trump by not reporting on the investigations going on or, or, or the uh, the Russian disinformation
0: being spread. It's this is. Ind- let me read this last sentence again. Or last two sentences again, because this the why don't they mention easily? I think the most one of the more important aspects of this right here. Forget fu- BuzzFeed, forget the the what's it called um, press. We know that they're in the pocket. They are the propagandists. We know this, but look at this. <laughs> look at this. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, uh, confession. Relatedly, we can expect more investigation of accounts that are tangentially associated with the IRA handover to the U.S. committees buoyed by academic brand names. (laughs) Buoyed by academic brand names, which means the Ivy League, which is something I've talked about and a lot of other people have talked about for a long time, is that people – just think it's the media. They just think it's the government. They forget that the stool has a third leg, and that third leg is academia. And they're u- they using that, and they're telling you they're using that. And yep. that's an important thing yeah, that absolutely. I'm sure Tidy just ignored. Right. Well, you're right. And they, they do throw those little
1: nuggets out there. And, and Fauci, in another context, he, academia, like he, he's yeah. going to be going to academia. That's what he said after he retires. Right. He's going to be going to academia, and he's going to be working closely with future Faucis. Molding their minds. So that's that's how it works. So they get these people in there who push the agenda to mold the minds of these people who are probably brought up in these very wealthy homes for the most part, and go to Ivy schools, and they think Definitely. they're the smartest, and they're really the most mind controlled. And the the last sentence, which I didn't read, says, "Reporters now know this is a model that works." And this is this is the admission where Twitter gave in, and they just submitted and stopped uh, giving pressure. And number the thirty number thirty one was says, Twitter soon settled on its future posture and public it removed content at our sole discretion in quotes that's what it said publicly. And then it said privately they would offboard anything identified by the U.S. intelligence community. As state sponsor, as a state-sponsored entity conducting cyber operations. So you see on screen there, there's they have the public-facing policy that Twitter adopted, and then they have the actual internal guidance. So publicly, it's highlighted there. Twitter's pretending it's their discretion. Privately, the U.S. intel community is making the decisions. And just, duh, like again, duh. We know that. But like I said, who know, who is getting exposed to this proof of this we are you talk to a, somebody who is a democrat they don't care about this it, it, it's how do you get this information to people that it can actually open their eyes to things i mean do I do we need to like print out copies of this stuff and say i have my copy of the twitter it, files here to show you democrat friend i just don't because people are so compartmentalized
0: here's the sad thing it wouldn't matter <laughs> you're right they'd be like you because typed that you because like racist, well yeah no i mean <laughs> but they not even that they they would agree that this came from matt tybee but they will they will say it came through elon musk who we all know is a right-wing extremist now
1: right and that's that's how they classify it as right, so they're not okay. going to listen to this oh yeah you're right they're not going to listen they have these uh built-in excuses not and stuff. On screen. oh my gosh sorry thank <laughs> you i appreciate that i didn't even see that <laughs> I see that till the end, my my apologies, and I don't put that on screen. But yeah, I agree that the Twitter files are disingenuous, but smoking gun evidence, our Intel agencies have have gone full fascist and uh, um, have gone full fascist isn't underwhelming. right. I agree. It's good to see that stuff. like it, I, I'm happy yeah. to see it and I'm glad it exists. I just wish people who I know who are just such so committed to to disbelieving these things <laughs> would be exposed to it and at least think about. It. that's all I ask, you know. I don't don't ever tell anybody to change their position. I'm like, just think about it. Just ask questions. We should always ask questions. We've been cultivated in these past few years that asking questions are a bad thing when when it's not. It's like the best thing society could possibly do. (laughs) Sorry about putting that up on screen. I apologize. (laughs) (laughs) All right, a couple more, and then we will get (coughs) out of here. So the the final one on this one is, let me get rid of that. All right, number thirty-two. Twitter let the USCi into its moderation process.
0: What is the USCi? U.S. intelligence um, community.
1: Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it would. Uh, it would not leave. Uh, wrote Prowell, that's the <laughs> internal public policy guy at Twitter at the time, in an email to the company's leaders. We will not be reverting to the status quo. Our uh, overall, my sense is that the political terrain has shifted in Washington in the run-up to these hearings. Exactly. The tech industry is going to get a lot more scrutiny and questioning, and we will not be reverting to the status quo in, uh, in D.C. soon. And he's, and whoever that person is is exactly right. There's not going to be no status quo. And then it goes on to the next group. And let me show you the Adam Schiff ones for the next one. Because that's really, that's really the only ones that... That Adam Pitbull Schiff deck. is the worst. <laughs> I, I just, I is that like the guy to, know,
0: who looks like the um the, the, guy from the, the evil president from 24? Yeah, he looks like President
1: Logan from 24 is what he looks like. <laughs> and, and I just don't know how anybody could like Adam Schiff. He, he's the sle- easiest person. You know Adam Schiff. I, I've said this many times. He, he is an amateur screenwriter and amateur stand-up comedian. Like That's what he really wants to do. And on these Democrat fundraising stuff, I've tried to find video of his sets, but, but I haven't because they probably don't film them. He probably doesn't want them to. He does stand-up comedy at his like Democrat fundraisers, like amateur stand-up comedy. Now, I, you know, maybe he kills it. I kind of doubt it. I would really like to see an Adam Schiff stand-up comedy set. Oh, man.
0: Things. Get ready to clap in agreement, buddy. <laughs> yeah. You won't be laughing, but your hands will be on fire. God,
1: I hate what, do you think Adam Schiff could be the next Richard Pryor? Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? That's all, all his jokes are about. I mean, they're, they're all about Trump and January 6th. and you know, he he was, oh, oh,
0: that's right. That the holiday's coming up two days from now.
1: Oh my goodness! There's probably gonna be like a memorial. A, lot of, yeah. a, lot of, a, a
0: day of not science. for Ashley Babbitt. Who? Exactly. Yeah. Good. Exactly. Good boy. <laughs> So they do that You've been anymore. reading the CIA uh, emails we get. <laughs> yeah, let me get Adam Schiff's up here then we'll get out of here.
1: If the CIA starts sending us, us... Oh, by the way, that's why they gave them the $3.5 million that we we found out about. They paid that group that Yoel was uh, leading $3.5 million because they were sending them such an overwhelming amount of block lists. They were saying, you need to just block all these people that they became confused internally at Twitter and they were having to send emails back to the FBI saying, I thought we already banned all these people, yet we're getting another list of them. Can you please clarify? And so they well, let me gave you. them $3.5 million.
0: Let me just tell you, I will say that when it comes, I, I have no idea how I know this. I've never worked with the government whatsoever, but they do not keep records well and they will send you lists of all the things you've already done. Uh, and FBI and will. try to get you to do them again uh, because it they didn't you. The uh, no, never. Absolutely not. It has never happened.
1: All right, good, good. <laughs> all, right. all right, let's get Adam Schiff's uh, part of this. And and Elon Musk tweeted at Adam Schiff, and which is great, which is playing right into what we want to see him do. And I just don't trust any of it. <sighs> So here's the, they also received an astonishing variety of Twitter, variety of requests from officials asking for individuals they didn't like to be banned. Here, the Office for Democrat and House Intel Committee Chief Adam Schiff asked Twitter to ban journalist Paul Sperry. And this is the letter here. Of course, a lot of redacted names. Hi, redacted. I met with Redacted. <laughs> from PP, <laughs> and he flagged the attach analysis from the House Permanent Select and Intel Committee, uh, Rep Adam Schiff's office for your review and feedback related to alleged harassment from QAnon conspiracy theorist against staffer Redacted. Would like to get your thoughts on our ability, if any, to support in any of these requests, and then the requests were this blow and... In- Feedback. So Twitter responded, it says the request from Schiff's office were remove any and all content about Mr. Misco. I guess that's a redacted person <laughs> above, and yeah. other committees. Really st- it is, yeah, other committee staff from its service to include quotes, retweets, and reactions to that content. And Twitter's response at that time was, "No, this isn't feasible. We don't do this." But apparently, that person was later uh, actually was kicked off of Twitter, according to a um, a later. Twitter thread from Taibbi today. And the second request from Schiff's office was suspend the many accounts including Greg Rubini and Paul Sperry, which have repeatedly promoted false QAnon conspiracies and harassed Redacted. Twitter says they will review these accounts again, but believe that Redacted mentioned only one actual actual thing qualified for suspension. And then the next request was to suppress any and all search results about redacted and other committee staff and probably Twitter Mr. Said, Misco. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, we won't do this. If it is related to QAnon, it should already be deamplified. De- and then the next request stop the spread of future misinformation on Twitter about redacted and other committee staff who are not public figures and who were not central actors in impeachment inquiry of 2020 presidential election. Twitter says no, we don't have a general misinformation policy. And finally, Label and reduce the visibility of any content about Redacted that Twitter does not remove for reasons cited above. Twitter says, no, we don't do this. So, this was back when they were saying no to request before the Intel community stormed into their party and then kicked them out of it and basically it brought decided Sean Aston. Yeah, right. Sean, a- Sean Aston came in and took over Twitter. And yeah, I know you hate him. I know you hate that guy. Maybe one day we can get Sean Aston on the show and we can just have a. Mediation between you guys. Dude,
0: and you can pre- if you can get Sean Aston in Georgia, I will drive up and we will do a cage match.
1: I know I know people who, who know him. I just don't know if they would be willing to go in on this trick of getting Sean Ashton Aston to into a cage match with you. <laughs> it would be very come funny on, though. Come funny. on, man. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, let's go ahead and go to the XR where we will talk a little bit about that Idaho the the DNA genealogy and just all the other stuff going on with that case, which it really is. It, it's going to be, it's probably going to be a historical uh, uh, case, and <laughs> the guy's creepy and everything else. But thank you, Cam, oh, good. for joining joining me oh. in my first show of of two thousand and uh, twenty three. I and was just going to say, yeah,
0: I have my first show of the of the mad ones of twenty twenty three Thursday. If anyone wants to to join us there at 8.30 p.m. Eastern time on Thursday, um, it will be with Spuruski Alexander, a woman who was a self-described Luciferian Satanist for 30 years before she became a Christian and left all that behind. Very interesting. Fascinating stuff there. Yeah, oh, check yeah, I'm out. I'm going to ask so many questions, Brad.
1: Now, <laughs> that's. I mean, that's a fascinating <laughs> subject. I can't wait to see it. <laughs> Um, all right, we'll check that out and if stick around, watch us in the XR, we will talk to you guys next time. Have a fantastic rest of your day.